So you don't want to talk about your get rich quick scheme. This is the problem. It's a good get rich quick scheme. Like I believe it could work. It's a marketing slash crossover potential with, with us. Yes. Like we could, we need to break out and get a new audience, right? Or expand our markets if we will. Okay. So I have some friends who do interesting things. And so once again, it's like, why not tap into their market that they have for whatever they do? Do and the like, interesting things they do co correspond with video games in any way? Well, see, this is why it's an untapped market. They don't know video games. We just have. So this is. So you want me to replace you with them now that you play games? No, 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 no. Like, because that's what I'm hearing. Because like, I need someone new to make a gamer, right? Because you're you've made well. So I have corporate friends who quit their corporate lifestyles okay. and are choosing more bohemian passions. I Okay, and? So they're a funksmith, except they turn the end sideways. So they have a different profession now, but they make 100% natural organic products. Uh, oh, you've told me about this before. Yeah, and I was thinking, like, he's doing really well. He's got his markets... He can make customizable things as make well. Make me a gamer dildos. I mean, we have brand colors, purple and white. He has those colors. Why not make customized, make me a gamer, gamer dose. Gamer dose. <laughs> <laughs> but actually, so it's a two-phase market kind of strategy. So there's that. We have gamer dose for people. I like that name now. I'm going with it. <laughs> we could have... We could even customize it to have, like, two of them. We could have the Harvey Z and we could have the T-Man. And, like... Okay, first of all, no. Just, okay, th th think about what you're implying here with the Harvey Z and the T-Man. Well, we don't have other things I to am, name it after. I am not, like, claying my junk and making, like, a replica of it. Oh, no, 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 no. I actually... So, like, it wouldn't be in that route. It, but, again... But that's what you're implying when you say the Harvey Z yeah, and the well, T-Man. Well, I was thinking of, like, what else would we label it? Like, the uh, a roguelike, the roguelike dough, the for I mean, your ear dough. What what if it is a roguelike dildo? That would have to be a vibrator, though. Because then so, if you do the roguelike vibrator, you just turn it on and you don't know what setting you're going to get. You just have to roll with it. I like that. I like <laughs> that. Because, so what he, what he also makes is whips and other accoutrements. But again, organic and biodegradable. He's in that crunchy market that we should break ourselves into. I was thinking just simply starting off with when he sends off the gamer dose or his products, we just insert our business card in there. Like it's simple. It's actually doable. And then they get their they get their toys. And then okay, suddenly there's a oh, there's a little ad in there. And who does it happen to be? It's us. But they, that doesn't have anything to do with the product they're getting. We don't have an audience that will get dildos to support us and we won't get new people because if they happen to buy dildos and then suddenly they get an advertised podcast and they're like, well, you know, I'll give it a go. We're not talking about that, though. We talk about games. Well, I mean, people who use dildos do not just focus singly on sex. Like they have other passions and hobbies and perhaps right, but if you get an advertisement with a dildo, you're not going to Again, whips and chains that could like and again, biodegradable and crunchy. Like I think the crunchy market, the crunchy kinky market is what we're going for here. It's an untapped potential. And we could even use make me a gaper. It's uh no. No. It no it would we could just put that on the business cards. 
that could be the the gamer dough. Come on. No. No. Like, that could no. Actually, I was it's genius. It's practical. We could do it. Also, wouldn't that be a butt plug? I don't I mean, we all hate. Like, yeah, sure. But yeah. I, yeah. He makes them too. But but like if you're using that pun, it wouldn't be a dildo. Wouldn't it be a butt plug? Like, isn't that what goes Yeah, but with there's that? no like butt plugo. Like what am I calling <laughs> there, There's no like cutesy name for it other than like like the gaper doesn't sound like a very pleasant like thing. Although I, I don't know, the market may not want maybe they want a more aggressive name for it. I don't know I mean, these you, things. You said the pun yourself, the make me a gaper. I was thinking on the business card it said make me a gaper. And it's a podcast, a procedurally generated podcast for your ears while you have filled your other holes with other stuff. We'll claim the ear holes. (laughs) (laughs) Audiogasms. It's out there. It's an untapped market. And just give me the word. I'll reach out. This is feasible. We already did oral pleasure, okay? We don't need to... (sighs) <sighs> I mean, that's it's on brand. Um, um, okay. You know what? No, nope. no, that's that's enough. We're we're gonna. <laughs> I apologize to all our listeners because that um that took a turn. Okay, groundswell movement, guys. Write in, write in if you would want to see any of those products or any of those ideas. <sighs> if we get enough people. Maybe, just maybe, we could convince I think we may have just alienated two of our five actual listeners. I don't know which two you are, and for that I apologize. And for the one person who's turned on, write in. No, do not write in, because I'm the one that has to read the emails. This is a passion project, people. Okay. At the Z is silent, T-H-A-Z-I-S, silent, on Twitter. Please, Leave him many messages on Twitter. I don't mind, actually. Now, go ahead. Just we could do that move dot move on dot org or whatever. The we'll make a like. Aren't where do we get White House petitions and stuff? We need to find a petition online. Yeah, let's do this. Groundswell movement. We'll get a hundred people, then a thousand people. So wait, if we get a hundred people to write in, you get you... a tattoo. Isn't that wasn't that the rule? No, no, no. That was like ten thousand or it was millions and millions. Of... No, but I don't think like a hundred people. Should I then reach out to this person and say, hey, why not do a cross-marketing appeal? Plus, he would also advertise perhaps on our show for like our gamer listeners who maybe want to become a gaper. I got to work on the ads themselves. It's not quite there, but like we have. I mean, if that's our first podcast sponsor, sure, let's go with it. (laughs) I I don't know. We got to break in somehow, right? Sorry, we don't have any Unintended other sexy there? talk. Mm-hmm. It's a gamer. We're here. It's a gamer. That's it. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Make Me a Gamer, the procedurally generated podcast that's a roguelike for your ear holes. I'm your host, T-Man, and I'm here with... Harvey Z, in the place to be. No, you're not allowed to be enthusiastic about that. We got to remember last week's episode. We got to pump up the volume. No. Like, no. I'm hyped now. You, you've you killed my enthusiasm. I also liked your pause because I was like, is he going to mess it up? Is he going to mess it up? No, you said gamer. 
<laughs> I'm going to watch it each time now. I'm not going to confuse gamer with gaper just because you said it, okay? <laughs> <sighs> Again, I was pleased because that was a realistic get rich quick. Like, the mukbang and all the other, like, Tekken Shark, Matreon, that takes effort. This? I just have to reach out to a former corporate friend. Again, he's he's pursuing his dreams, leaving the bohemian... No, he's in the bohemian lifestyle, away from the corporate stuff. Isn't that the fantasy for all of us? He's gaming life. <laughs> I think I'm broken, T-Man. <laughs> I'm just staring off into space at this point. I I don't even have like a, a Harvey Z snaps right now. I my brain is just turned off. I'm I can't do it. I'm uh okay. Uh butt plugs or dildos? There, fine. Fuck it. Whatever. Hmm. A fair question. <laughs> I have not used either product, but I would be denying many other people these products. So part of me like I wanna I want to be for everybody. I feel like butt plugs are universal. Dildos kind of have a niche market. If by niche you mean... 50% of the population. 50% of the population. But then I'm like, yeah. I don't want to... I mean, people are into freaky stuff. Like, it doesn't have to be 50%. There could be people who yeah, are into dildos true. as well. Yeah. And is not a dildo like a butt plug? I mean... Mm. It gets tricky. So I feel like butt plugs, snap them out. Keep dildos. They're more universal. Let's move on from this topic. <laughs> you mean you don't want to spend 10 minutes debating with yourself about this? I was the one who was regretting bringing this idea up. You brought it up and I pitched. I shot my shot. Okay. All right. Um. Yeah, we're not going to. That's. Jeez. Uh, so now in this world of like things that I've destroyed, suddenly everybody with a butt plug. Where is it? <laughs> Did it get swallowed up? Hmm. No, that's disgusting. Okay. Um, hold on. Uh, <laughs> I need to clear my mind here. Okay, so this is why we clearly have a for adults rating on our show. We don't always do this, but occasionally we're not for friends and family. Uh, oh, I apologize if you were listening to this like out in the open and, and with someone or whatever. Like, This is not the episode that you want to introduce to other people. Like, I'm not going to be advertising this one as, like, the first episode to listen to if you want to listen to Make Me a Gamer. But yet, it could be a good conversation starter. We could learn things about each other. And just peace right. and love. Speaking of holes, something interesting happened this week in gaming. You have my attention, <laughs> sir. <laughs> so, the big news this week was around Sunday... I think in the afternoon evening time, I think it was Sunday, out of nowhere, there was an event in Fortnite where a black hole just sucked up everything. Like the map, all the characters, the loading screen. Without warning? I think they had advertised there was going to be an end of season event, mm -hmm. but no one knew this was coming on. And then for like the next, I think it was like somewhere around 30 hours, when you logged into Fortnite, all you saw was the black hole. Because I remember like seeing this, like people freaking out or getting upset or complaining about this. Well, yeah, because there was like no 
previous warning that like Fortnite was going to be shut down. So like a bunch of streamers who make their money off of Fortnite are just like, well, what the fuck? Like, what am I supposed to do now? Um, there was apparently a tournament in Brazil going on when this happened, and then they just couldn't finish the tournament because nice. the event just destroyed everything and they couldn't play the game. Uh, it was wild. And so it was an interesting marketing stunt because everyone was talking about it. And it was also like pretty ballsy because like I said, they literally just a bunch of streamers who stream Fortnite professionally is, you know, something that's watched the most out of everyone. Just no Fortnite for 24 hours, no spending V bucks, no doing anything. And that cuts into their revenue, their like, I guess, TV shows, Twitch streams or whatever. But like, and they wouldn't have known it's coming back or something. Everyone knew this was going to be uh, uh, just like a reset of some sort because uh, like a week or two ago, a new map and like a trailer for s- season two or whatever got leaked. Oh. And so some people were throwing a fit and thought it was going to be just like, is Fortnite over? Like, did they just kill the game? Uh, but no, it came back after like 30 hours. It it was weird like it was something like 3 a.m eastern time when it came alive again it was or like i think midnight pacific on because i started getting ads and stuff or like at work of all things like people started to tweet or like news came up on it like like huffington post type of like oh this is the new season two and so forth while i'm again at work (laughs) in the afternoon yeah yeah so what happened is there's a com- brand new map. So like the old map, I, I haven't played it myself. I tried to play it for a little bit before um, the podcast. So I could like have like a hands-on experience to talk about, but it was like, I hadn't updated it for like at least six to eight months, probably mm-hmm. longer. Uh, last time I played it was when they had the doggy backpack. So I don't know whenever that was, but I got like a dog to wear because I wanted it. And that was the only, that was the last time I played it. So it was something like a 60 gigabyte download to update the thing. Oh, okay. So, because like I, it had to get all the, up, apparently it had to get all the updates and not just the season two update. Okay. Or cha- I guess they're calling it chapter two. It's season 11 because each like battle pass is divided into seasons for Fortnite, but they're calling it Fortnite chapter two, but there is brand new map. So all new locations, there's boats. Now, apparently you can drive in boats. Uh, you can hide in like dumpsters and haystacks. Um, there's fishing, uh, and there's achievements. Like they finally act like, so the original game was supposed to be like a tower defense killing zombies thing. And then they hopped on the battle Royale. I That's think I've right. talked yeah. about that before. Yeah. So like all the achievements in the game are related to the zombie stuff. So I don't know if they're like actual trophies that like pop, like the way normal trophies do in other games. Uh, but there is apparently now actual achievements with for the battle royale. Like they had stuff before that was like season pass things where like if you got enough achieve got like a certain amount of kills with an assault rifle, you got extra experience to your battle pass. But this is like overarching achievements apparently. 
and yeah that's that's it there's apparently been some new matchmaking going on where like you're more likely to get matched with uh people in your skill level so like there's less it's not like you're nin- not gonna get cheesed if you're a newbie yeah like and like ninja isn't killing everyone all like the new per- people and like whatever i don't know anyway I- i'll probably try it just to mess around with it once it's finished downloading yeah once it's finished downloading but um i'm not super into Fortnite. i obviously i play it like once or twice a year <laughs> at this point that's probably what my average is going to be uh but it was very cool just how basically everyone was kind of like this is a neat marketing thing like everyone is talking about this black hole like who shuts down their game without any warning and doesn't give any indication of when it's coming back up like especially an online multiplayer game it's a good way to go viral like yeah, yeah it'll catch people's attention especially one this popular mm-hmm. yeah so that was the big news um there wasn't a lot of other news um blizzard is yeah. on, on a hot streak um so Overwatch on Switch came out this week. Uh, There's originally going to be a, an event for it at the Nintendo's New York store. Um, the day after it released, they canceled that event. <laughs> uh, Blizzard did, apparently. And Nintendo was like, yeah, they canceled this. This is their fault. Oh, um, they just put it on Blizzard. Yeah. Blizzard. Yeah. They, they just said, like, Blizzard canceled this. They uh, officially, there were, I, I can't remember if last week I mentioned about the three college kids that uh, held up a sign. You did, the American I, University students. Yeah, they got, they've got suspended for six months. They got the same suspension as uh, uh, the original guy. Because I saw the original guy, they tried to like walk back some of the punishment. Yeah, like yeah. the things we they, they walked it back, like the day after we recorded, or like a couple days after, they walked back his punishment they gave back the money and they made it only six months ban instead of a year. But they, they with that, they gave a basic non-apology and kind of like, this isn't about China. This is about our values. And they broke a value and like no one believes them. Like, yeah, I read that, like the statement that they released. If I didn't know the backstory, though, and I was a casual guy who I normally am a casual dude, like... I would have been like, oh, this seems like something where, yeah, he just broke the rules. Because they even said, like, he knew the rules and stuff, and he broke it, and he understands that. And he's accepting of the punishment. But it's really... Yeah. yeah. No, it, 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 it was something that went through the PR, you know, roller coaster yeah. several times to make sure it was worded perfectly, and they still messed it up. The other thing that's interesting is... They have been sort of sequentially releasing uh, uh, these Overwatch statues. And they're just like, you know, figurines you can put on your desk. Not like the movable ones uh, that Uh, are like action figures. But these are more like artistic, like solid statue collectible type things. They've done like Genji and Widowmaker and Tracer, Reaper, the big ones. The most recent one that they had announced was May. Yeah. And they've taken it off the shop. Like, you can't buy it anymore. <laughs> um, it's just not there. The page that I had bookmarked because I was thinking about getting one uh, just re- redirects to other May items, which is like a T-shirt and, like, slippers and things like that. But they got rid of the statue. I can't imagine why they would do that, though. 
So yeah, so Blizzard's just been knocking it out of the park. Uh, they've managed to consistently keep themselves in the news. They didn't really have much choice with Overwatch on Switch happening to be releasing, but it's just... They tried to dump the information on a Friday night at like 6 o'clock. Like that's when they did their apology, like when all <laughs> the news cycles were definitely over. Uh, so you can tell what they're trying to do, which is just do as little as possible with it and hope it blows over. And people are holding with the fire, so I'm sure we'll keep you updated. I'm looking forward to BlizzardCon. Like I liked following like the uh, the Bethesda idiots. Not idiots. They were uh-huh. trying to do, but like the the silliness that was Fallout 76. Uh-huh. This isn't quite that, but it's. I'm kind of curious. I don't mind getting updates on the Blizzard stuff now. Yeah, I will definitely be keeping people updated, but also in the effort of trying to be positive. Ah, yeah. I, I don't want to talk about that like too much every time and just like rant about it. Uh, but yeah, so Blizzard's on the shit list. Hmm. This an interesting thing was announced yesterday called the Analog Pocket. Uh, it's going to be a two hundred dollar portable system and it plays game boy game boy color and game boy advance cartridges so like you can just plug any of those into it and you can also buy an adapter that will play game gear neo geo pocket and atari Lynx games so basically any handheld from the 90s you can play on this system didn't like that rapper try to do this uh, Superman that ho. So the, so Soldier Boy. Soldier Boy didn't yeah, he like so, turn... no, Well, so Soldier Soldier Boy tried to release a emulator box slash console with like pirated games on it. Like uh, this is this is a system that plays actual cartridges from like the old days. So and this I isn't that, selling any pirated games, or this just happens to play them. Yeah, all. it doesn't play ROMs. It's not a jailbroken like mm-hmm. kind of mu box sort of thing from what i understand it has like i guess it must have official um backing or at least an okay from nintendo and everything because like i it's it's not like nintendo's come out with anything against it it's also not an official nintendo product so it's some other company that's doing this but it's like a neat little sleek machine it uh it looks about like what you would expect it's a game boy uh it has a, a nicer screen and you know, it also can apparently ha- it has like I think an HDMI or something output, so you can Connect. output it to like a TV or something and and play it, play the games there. And I I like it in the sense that I have cartridges for all of these old systems. Oh, but you know, so like I still have all my old Game Boy games, and yeah, my old Game Boy still works, but that's probably not going to happen for very long. So this is this is the market that they're looking for is people like you who yeah. already have the cartridges and this just helps them out. It's yeah, not for is... people to go and buy Game Boy games. Like right now, I keep my Nintendo DS around <laughs> simply because the Nintendo DS was backwards compatible to the Game Boy Advance and I can play Game Boy Advance games on it. Like otherwise, my 3DS plays 3DS and DS games, so I can use that for both of those. But the DS right now is the only way I have to play my Game Boy Advance games. And there's a couple Fire Emblem games, uh, Mario and Luigi Superstar Saga, which is one of my favorite RPGs in the Mario era, like not, not era universe, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. So it's definitely aimed towards people who already have the stuff and like 
don't have a way to play the games anymore. Like their old systems are broken and they don't want to invest in like refurbishing and, and things like that. But it's also $200. So, I mean, it seems like for handhelds, that's kind of the going. I, I mean, a Switch is what, 250 I think the light was like 200. Yeah. yeah. So like you can get a modern console for the same price. So it, I think it honestly depends on how much you'd use it. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure I w- it's, it would be nice, but the urges I get to play these games are very once in a blue moon. So I don't feel like I would get this and it would just like kind of sit. I'd, I'd probably be like, Oh, cool. And like, play a game from my past for five minutes and then go back to God of War or whatever I'm currently playing. And a lot of games, like I just literally finished playing uh, the Link's Awakening HD remake, which is one of my favorite Game Boy games, but they just literally remade that on Switch. So now I don't need to go back and play that on the Game Boy. I feel like that's Nintendo, why they're okay with this. It's like, oh, all the old stuff, we'll just revamp it. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, that kind of makes sense. Uh, but it is an interesting thing to look out for. I think it's coming out next year. Uh, early 2020, I believe, was uh, what they said. And the cartridge adapters for the other systems that I said that weren't Game Boys are going to be somewhere between 10 and $15. So it's not going to be huge for oh, the adapters. Oh, it didn't all come together. It's... Yeah, it doesn't all come together. It's, it's, I'm going to keep an eye on it. See, right now, I think it's only coming out in like a sleek black color. It'll be interesting if they do more like stylish things with it because that might get collectors. Mm, uh, yeah. yeah, this feels like something where it's going to be the people who've kept all those cartridges. Like, I had a lot of Game Boy games. Do I know where any of them are now? Fuck no. Yeah, I mean, I know. I think I know where some of them are, but who knows really? Mm-hmm. Like, I'll probably be finding video games for years at this point. Everything I've just got stuff stacked everywhere things put in corners and bags that i don't even remember have things in them uh it's the problem of having small space in your apartment first world problems yeah first world problems uh i'm sure if i needed to sell them i could get some money from them too though i've been i've been slowly working through selling my physical stuff like the things i really don't would never touch again Uh, and some of them have gone for some some good money and yeah that's really all the news i had there wasn't a big news week but i did play a lot of games and you finished fire emblem i did finished your first run in fire emblem i mean i beat a game that's a you that that is a monumental thing we should talk about that but first let's go to the hat oh let's go ahead and just like divide it up news and then we'll talk about games we've been playing I like the placement of having it earlier like that. Yeah. yeah. All right. All right. Do you so, want to explain that? Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I've been calling it Make Me a Gamer Minute, but I feel like it's not a minute and it doesn't really describe what we're doing here. So do, do you got a fancy name for it, Harvey Z? It's, what do we call the hat? It's not it's a, a cauldron. Go- the cauldron? The gamer cauldron? The Something that's a callback, the callback cauldron, I can't say it. (laughs) The callback cauldron would be great if we were talking about things that we've already talked about. Like, that could be another way to use the hat, as, like, we put in updates. Like, what are we going to get an update from this week? But then I'd have to actually know what we... Be prepared at all times. Yeah, that would be weird. We'll workshop it. The cauldron, the something cauldron. 
the cauldron of mysterious games that it, it sparks you joy it's a happiness thing it's a it's something i have no friggin' idea about basically for me so it's like the mystery cauldron but yeah. for you you know what it is the i mean i've i've forgotten what i put in there already so i refreshed it after uh our last one i put some more games in there uh i don't remember what inspired me to put more games in but i had a couple and blast from the past <sighs> but that has nothing to do with the cauldron cauldron from the past we'll workshop it we'll workshop it right now we're drawn from the cauldron it's a game they're games that i've enjoyed that i haven't really gotten to talk about in a long time they're from my past there aren't any games i dislike uh it's all positive experiences and i just talk about it for a little bit uh and try to sell harvey z on the game and harvey z's secret mini game is does he recognize the game and or system that it comes from? And once again, we are still winless in the minigame <laughs> as I do not recognize the name of this game or can guess what system it's from. Bastion. Bastion. Okay. I, I know the Overwatch guy. Yeah. It's probably not about him. No, it is definitely not about him. God, it's been so long since I've played Bastion that I'm not even sure I can accurately describe it. Why did you put it in the cult? Because it's a really good game. Like These are just positive memories. <laughs> I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. True. Positivity. So, yeah. So Bastion was a really good game. It's been re-released a lot. It was on the... I think I played it originally... Mm, excuse me. I think I originally played it on the Xbox 360. Uh, I'm pretty sure it's on like PS4 and Xbox One and PC. It might be on Switch. See, every time I see these games, I keep thinking they're like pixelated games from like Nintendo or like Super Nintendo. It's <laughs> not pixelated, but it's not. Uh, it has a really unique art style. Uh, it's very pretty. Uh, it is on Switch. Came out last year. They they ported it to Switch. Uh, it's an action RPG essentially. You get different types of weapons, and you're exploring from this place called Bastion. It's like the last. Oh God, I I I don't really remember a lot about it. It was just like you're basically setting up as you go through the game. You're like going to new places, and you set up shops and like buildings where you can upgrade and buy new weapons in your little bastion uh while you're saving the world uh, and there's a narrator i remember the narrator was really cool like it, the narrator like talks over and like tell is saying what you're doing kind of similar to stanley parable but okay. not like as funny or like messing with you just kind of narrating as to what's going on what there, type of a uh, view or like top down first person third person uh, it's like a top down isometric uh action game and you can get different abilities and different weapons i remember a giant sword and like a gun i think it might be the two main weapons jeez this is this one is one of those where it's like really good and i would it's at the point where if i played it again i would probably be like oh yeah that's really cool i remember this now but my brain is just not coming up with it uh, what I do remember is there was a really cool mechanic where you could add and subtract difficulty at will as you're going into levels. And, like, the harder the challenge, the better stuff you get. And that was really cool. Uh, but you didn't have to challenge yourself too hard if you didn't want to. 
you can make enemies like do more damage to you or take more hits or like you can only kill them in a certain way i think would it be replayable those levels so like could yes. you go easy figure out what everything is and then play it harder to get a better reward yeah i think so yeah like i honestly like i remember that just remember it being a good game i was gonna say like so my question always at the end is like so why did it make the hat of like if you had to tell me like why was it cool or what what was the neat why did it over all the other games kind of make it i think it was because okay let me let me organize my thoughts here there was an era from like ps1 to ps2 era i was not like super into games i was more into games than most of my friends and i had like my favorite series but i was very much a, a surface level gamer like i had the franchises i liked and what was popular i played those and i didn't really go in depth into many things and i think around the time when bastion came out is when i first started discovering that uh the quote-unquote indie game atmosphere and like those sorts of things and i think bastion was one of the first ones i played the where it really clicked like it was a like a 15 buck downloadable game it wasn't like the typical 60 buck Mm -hmm. uh blockbuster blockbuster that i got from the store and i think it was one of those that really opened my eyes as to like shorter games made by less not lesser developers but smaller developers can be really really good like i think it was one of the first games i got all the achievements for on the 360 it wasn't like a, a thousand out of a thousand but it was 200 out of 200 i think and like i, I played it through until i got all the achievements and did all the diff- more difficulty stuff and i think there was a new game plus mode and it had a really good story like it was very interesting uh the narrator again was super super good I don't remember a lot from the story, so I kind of want to play it again now. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it, it was, I, I think that's why it went in the hat because it's one of those games where it grabbed me and opened my eyes. So like, like up until that point, my experience with indie games, I think was I would get them for two bucks in a steam sale and never play them. Yeah. Like this game kind of looks neat. I'm going to play it, but it's not the $60 like backbreaker game. And then Bastion was like, okay, I should pay attention to indie games more often. I think that started my more God, what's what's the word um when you're like more picky and like to become a connoisseur? Connoisseur. There we go. To give a, you a, a positive yeah, word as opposed yeah, to picky. Yeah, I, I, that's what all I could come up with picky, and it's like, it's not that. It's positive, yeah. yeah. Uh, a, a game, More of a connoisseur of or gaming. discerning where, gamer. Discerning. That's another good one. There you go. Thank yeah. you. I'm the, I'm the writer, but my brain does not work for words when I'm speaking. Uh, yeah. <laughs> discerning, connoisseur type. I would pay more attention and, like, not just go by what got the nines and tens out of tens although this what did get very good reviews from everyone as well which is why it i picked it up in the first sounds place. like it really showed you the potential of what indie gaming could be right as yeah. opposed to like two dollar slot games or something yeah. yeah and uh i really in they're also their developer which is super giant they're very very good 
Aren't they still around? Or yeah, I've they're still around. I've gotten all their games that have come out since Bastion. Uh, they did Transistor, uh, which was almost like similar to Bastion, but it was like Bastion was an action RPG where everything was it wasn't turn based. It was all mm-hmm. you know, you're you're going, you're going. Uh, but Transistor had like a weird strategy turn based element to it um, during the battles. Um, they did Pyre, which is another game that was very unique. You were like playing playing a sports game. You're like you had to score. You had like different three different team members. You, you had like the squad you were rolling with, mm-hmm. and each game you played, you could choose three members from your squad, and you were just like scoring goals on the other on the other team back and forth. And each person had different abilities and powers they could use. And that was, it was very unique and very fun and had like a good story to it as well. Uh, All their games have like the same nice art style that Bastion did as well. Their most recent game uh, is, is like in alpha on the Epic game store. And a lot of people were upset because they're one of those Epic game store exclusive things. Uh I can't remember what it's called. It starts with an H. I want to say it's like Haven or hexagon or i i don't know let me look it up because i don't want to and because i'm thinking like why do i know these guys um I, they I must mean, have done something recently hades. hades is their new game ah. um and yeah it's early access and it's apparently a roguelike uh, falls into my interests yeah and that's all i know about it because i haven't i'm not i don't do early access i wait for the actual game but yeah, I don't. Those are the only four games they've done, so I don't know why you would know them. Yeah, did they pop up for some marketing or some story? So the the other th- you might be thinking of Supermassive, who is the people who make Until Dawn and Man of Madon. That's right. You had mentioned those guys recently. Yeah. So that's might be where what you're coming from. Okay. So uh, that was the the Cauldron of Power. Positivity. Cauldron of Positivity. The, the Pauldron of Positivity. But that's no, like a thing you wear on your shoulder. Yeah. Pauldr- Let's not go with the pauldron. The pot I'm thinking- of po- positivity. Pot of positivity? The positivity. I like bad puns. we got to <laughs> keep workshopping it. We'll come back. There's going to be a bad pun that we can finally claim. Okay. Um, Fire Emblem? Fire Emblem. Okay. So it's you've over. beaten a game. I beat the game. I had to make some decisions. Like... We talked about Fire Emblem, I think, last time, and then I went home to play and immediately hit, like, critical decisions that I had to do. And I I think I had talked about that last week as well, where I texted you and, like, oh, shit, did I just do something? Because you can tell when the game actually makes you do a serious decision kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And it was then, it happened, there was, like, two choices back-to-back for me. The first choice I did, I didn't realize was an, a super important decision, but you later told me, Like, if I didn't do that, I might not have gotten the second option thing that I had to deal with. Right. And then once I got to the second option thing, it definitely seemed like this was the wrong choice to do. (laughs) Like, everything in the game screamed, you shouldn't go this route. And I, like, did it. And it was amazing. Like, I think, as I've been arguing with T-Man... I feel like this is the best ending. Everyone who gets their ending thinks they got the best ending. I just, that's why I actually like, so once I beat the game, I kind of fell into a funk for a while. So I think that the decisions, um, 
Those decisions you might have talked about last week. Did we talk about it last week? I don't think we fully spoiled. I don't okay. remember last week's thing, but like I was trying to avoid like full spoilers. Yeah. I don't mind talking about some of the Because I think we, we did mention that you had finally gotten to the time skip. Yes. And the those big decisions happened before the time skip, right? Yes. There yeah. was... Yes, they did yeah. happen before. So the I think we may have talked about it a little last week. And then, so you... Because the first decision was simply like, oh, like, do you want to attend a ceremony thing? And I was like, sure. It didn't change the game or anything. Then immediately after, it threw me into the next battle. And then there I had to make a decision. And yeah. like, so again... Okay. So we're going to spoil Fire Emblem. Uh, we're, we're not going to do a full spoiler cast yet. Because I don't think Harvey wants me to talk about the other routes or anything nope uh but i already know what happens in his route in general so we're going to spoil the black eagle route a little bit um not full and i would say if you're gonna play that yeah, route, if you're gonna play anything don't listen to this but if you already kind of know what's happened and and stuff like that so black eagle spoilers yeah black eagle spoilers so in chapter 11 of black eagles mm -hmm. and and this actually happens in all three versions but specific like the the event happens in all three but your choices in black eagles only happens in black eagle at the beginning of chapter 11 you basically get to go with edelgard uh because she's like i'm gonna go overthrow my dad and i'm gonna become emperor and no 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 she was just like hey my dad's real sick i gotta you know take over the crown and like we got to have strong rulers in place because shit's going down. Stuff is bad. And she's kind of towing this line of like, somebody needs to be the authority here. And then, so again, I was at the school and I was like, well, I've still got people to teach and stuff. And I didn't realize this was a critical decision. So I was like, it was just like, do you want to go with Edelgard to her ceremony? And I was like, sure, I'll go. And then it cut away to that. And I was like, oh shit, I still had like points. I needed to teach the students and fish and like, now I'm going to a ceremony and I was like, I'll come back. And it was like a week passes. And I was like, oh shit, I missed a training slot as well. But like, then that ceremony happens and yeah, the choices are like, oh, someone needs to help officiate and stuff or be a witness. And I was like, well, I'm the teacher. I'm the responsible adult in the room. Sure. I'll witness this ceremony of this passing of the torch between daughter and father. Yeah. It so wasn't a forced coup or anything like that. I mean, that. it's framed as a forced coup. I mean, there were some from, forceful uh, actions, from, but I mean, from other perspectives, let's just say it was a forced coup. And then at the end of chapter 11, and there's a reveal that Edelgard is the flame emperor who has yes. kind of been the the big antagonist so far in the game. And so in the Black Eagle route, the because the other two they're kind of like oh, that's not someone from our house, but has been in our school this whole time. This is bad. But in Black Eagles, you're given the option of like, Edelgard is like, come with me if you want to live. And not the, again, again. And then church, the church is like, no, st side with us and kill that motherfucker. Well, actually, it's even better than that. You actually have to fight them first. So you fight all the way through. And then she's at the end, like defeated because you beat her, presumably. And then the church is like, yeah, this is a bad person. They've been fucking around. They stabbed some people. They did. I mean, remember the whole previous 11 chapters. This is that person. And then Edelgard is like, but I have to do what I have to do, teacher. 
And she always calls you teacher, which I liked was a nice touch because it you can put whatever custom name. So it's Harvey Z, but she mm-hmm. always called me professor. And she's just like, she understood what was going to happen there, which is she had done some bad things, but she felt she was justified. And it was just at that time, you have no reasoning other than do you trust Edelgard or do you trust every other single fucking student person and the church that you've been working with who are all like, no, that's a bad person. <laughs> and so Harvey Z, I'm a good professor, man. She called me professor. She needed guidance. And so I said, yeah, I know. I just beat her down. I just defeated her. Yeah, we all just did this. And including using like the other students all have joined you to defeat the flame knight. I'm going to stand by Edelgard. And I was like, I might just get a game over here, but why not? I'll, I'll stand with Edelgard. And then everybody's like, wait, what? We just like, she attacked us. She did a bunch of shit. And then she's like, wait, what? Really? (laughs) Professor you're joining. And then like shit goes down and then like big shit goes down that like, I don't want to spoil for you. I mean, I know what happens. Okay. Cause so spoilers again, the, the, the nice, wonderful lady that's been the head of the church this whole time. She's also a dragon and she goes buck wild. Um, this happens in the other, like you, you find out she's a dragon in all routes, but like she gets pissed. If you side with voice acting was great in that moment. Like she really, and I checked that's, I think it's the same voice actor all the way through, but like, Oh man, she is furious at this shit. And like, Edelgard is like, see, this is what I was telling you. Everybody didn't believe me, but she's a fucking dragon. <laughs> Meanwhile, everybody else previously was like, Edelgard's crazy. <laughs> and then in that moment, it was like, oh shit, I guess we're pot committed. We're going with Edelgard. Yeah. So so that yeah. that decision, like uh, the Black Eagles have a specific, are the only ones that have like a split. Mm-hmm. And so there's an Edelgard route and what they call the church route if you side with the church over Edelgard. And the church route is the standard length of chapters, but Edelgard's is slightly less. I checked. You were asking me the time and stuff. Yeah. So going into the final battle in 60 hours. Okay. So you were slightly less than my my (laughs) 70. But so I am curious because you didn't really do any recruiting whatsoever. I recruited teachers. Yeah. And that's it. So in the time skip, how many other students did you have to kill? Do you really want to know? Yeah, no. I, I so like, like I, I want to know because you were very much into like talk, going around and talking to everyone. Yes, I knew all and, the students, and, and you knew who all the students were. So, how bad did you feel when you had to slaughter them? So that's where it got interesting, because so what I didn't know was the ones that you talk to pretty well, and if you know them, like one of them, I was gonna, I was the one I felt bad about. She was willing to join me. And it was also hurtful because, so your party expands from like the 10 to 12. And I only had 13 people in my whole party. So like I had, and I could have more backups and stuff, but I couldn't use any. Because you did. I had to send my whole party out. And like in the 10, like two of them were just, I just kept them. They were Manuela and the professor. And I just kind of left them be and like, ah, I just like them for the story. But like now I'm like, crap, I need to send them out. I lose a party member. So my numbers go down even more. And so it was. Wait. Oh yeah, you lost because the person right? I made in my fucking sword dancer, Flane, yeah. was like, "No, I'm a part of the church, as is every other person. Why are you turning against us, Professor? What the fuck?" And I was like, 
I'm sorry, guys. I, <laughs> this is my student. I have to save her, goddammit. And then, yeah, so in one of the battles, though, the, what's her name? Lysistra? Lysithia, yeah. Lysithia. She, I killed her, but right as I kill her, she's like, do you want me to join you? Or I believe that you, I see the errors in my ways. Perhaps you would spare me. And then it's like, do you want to kill her or not was the choice, basically. <laughs> I said, no, I need people. And sure, I liked her. I was thinking of recruiting her, but then I decided I don't want to recruit anybody. And I intentionally like would turn down the students, took her into my like party and no one else. No one else I, gave you I that checked. choice. No one else wanted to join me. So there were some battles where I deliberately simply, you could choose to kill people. Like mm -hmm. they're over on the far left. The objective is on the far right. And you're like, no, I'm not going to. I'm not going to go kill like that person who really likes my father on the <laughs> left. I think and then I was just like, yeah, because so it's mostly in like the yellow, the yellow people, mm -hmm. the golden deers. Golden deer, yeah. Yeah. Like those guys were more like I felt guilty about those guys because <laughs> they were kind of in the neutral party, which was like, that's why it made sense for like Cynthia to be like, I see like what's going on here because the whole thing is it's a fascinating story and like really it's just the rise of like atheism versus a corrupt like religious government and so like edelgard is just simply a rational person and in a world where everybody follows dogma and like religion instead mm -hmm. and so i was like good on her she's a free thinker but like <laughs> and so when you defeat like the yellow people they'd be like oh yeah, you're right. Like, maybe we shouldn't blindly follow God. Can you call them the golden deer and not the yellow people? <laughs> like, just just for my own sake. Okay. Like, I know you what you mean, yeah. but just, golden deer, please. Golden deer. And so those I felt bad about was the golden deers. Because I quickly, except for, like, Ignatz. Uh-huh. He was a nerd. I mean, he was a nerd as a student. He had the glasses and everything. I mowed him down. And that's what I realized. Oh, I'm going to have to start killing people. I didn't know he would die or not. He died. I mean, I had a way better archer than that. He was just this pansy. They all look badass when they grow up. Ignatz did not. He didn't have a glow up. He went down and that's what it was like. Oh, shit's going to be real. And then I had like the next part of it, which was there's a lot more students. Yeah. Oh. So it's not just students, though. Uh-huh. Because like there's church members. There's yeah. everybody you don't recruit. Yeah. You're going to face off against them. Mm -hmm. And, oh, I wiped out the church of, like, the Knights of Saros. They came after me. Had to take them all down. My father would not be happy, probably. They had to die. Like, some of them were fucking beasts. Yeah. And again, it's like this... It was a... That's why I really like the story, actually. And I feel like I had the best story. Because, again, it's somebody who is a free thinker who points out, like... Following religious dogma dogmatically is not the way that things should be done. People should be treated as people on equality rather than having like a feudal system, having like a system of where nobility and oppression. And I was like, right on, right on. I like this. Like, eat the rich, fuck them. And like, yeah. And meanwhile, you have an oppressive regime slash people who are no God is the our God is the only way. This is the right way to do things. And we had people, that's the problem when you start killing students. Some of the students were just like, this is all I knew. And like, wait, I was wrong. Is there a heaven? What's going to, oh God. And then they die. And it's like, 
I, I wish I could have saved you. If only the little, like, Lysistra was the smart one. She she got it. I mean, they I ca- hope the you others apparently would... rejected some that could came to you ahead of time. So that's kind of well, on so you. That's where I was hoping. But I think you had to have high enough support levels for, like... I don't think... So I think there's only a couple that will willingly come to your side. Okay after the time skip like you you have to do your recruiting beforehand like and the whole point is like they give you a couple just to like pad out your slots in case you need them but yeah because i definitely was running lean the whole time i basically had 14 like the entire rest of the way i did spare one person who i thought you might appreciate Uh uh-huh claude okay you get a choice though yeah. You can mow him down. <laughs> and like, you, were, you were nice? I was like, I mean, this dude isn't a dogmatic religious follower. He was trying to keep the peace. He understood what we had to do, and he got it. And uh, and then it was like, but then you have... So, like, the team, you've met the Black Eagles. Mm-hmm. Like, I love the dynamics of them. So, like, Edelgard becomes this reasoning voice, and then you have Hubert. Hubert is this evil motherfucking butler guy <laughs> who, like, in the beginning... Just constantly challenges you and wants to, like, murder you, basically. Because you're competing with, like, his attention for Edelgard. But then you kind of, like, they grow. Again, like, as you follow the support levels and stuff. I love the narrative aspects of it. But Hubert is like, you can't let this motherfucker live. He's motherfucking Claude. Like, he's gonna come back. Edelgard is like, I trust you, Professor. You've been the voice of reason for me. What should we do? And then Claude is like, I, I promise I won't mess with you. You beat me. I get what you're doing here. Will you spare me? And Hubert is like, kill the motherfucker. And I had to figure out what to do because I was like, well, if I let him go, am I going to have to fight another battle? Am I going to have to deal with some shit later? And I was like, at this point, I'm strong enough. We could we could do it. If the, if the dude came back, I was ready to kill Claude again. <laughs> but it happened to be that he, he got, got away. Okay. Him and Lysistra. I didn't have to fu- I don't think I fought every student i mean i don't i i but i did mow down a to the end where like i definitely mowed down like more than 50 (laughs) percent of them uh well i mean that's that was your choice like for me i recruited a bunch but i still had to kill some people and they were the ones that i didn't want to recruit so i oh i was like okay ferdinand fuck you you're dead see like there were some cool dudes i liked ferdinand actually he was kind of silly I had to mow him down. He was no Ferdinand's on your team. Ferdinand oh, no, was a no, black. I'm thinking eagle. of the uh, the ladies' man guy, Sylvain. Sylvain. He was a cool dude. I liked him. He fucked my army up for a while, <laughs> and Sylvain had to go. Like <laughs> holy crap, Dudu. I really liked him. You couldn't recruit him, but I was like, I at the end though, I was like, oh Dudu, Dudu, <laughs> the most dogmatic, and going to lengths of where even like. Even your fucking boss, Dimitri, was like, uh, Dadu, this is all right, Dadu. We're doing some bad, bad shit here. But again, like, Dimitri was just religious. He was very, like, the church is right and proper, and nobility is the proper way to do things. And Edelgard is like, fuck that! Socialism! Bernie <laughs> Sanders! <laughs> I disagree. I'm. Because, like,. And from my perspective, Edelgard was a terrorist. Again, she needed a little bit of love and guidance. <laughs> there was a lot of moments where Edelgard comes to you and she's like, I mean, Hubert says kill the motherfuckers, burn them all. 
I kind of think maybe that should be yeah, done. Like, is it, there another way? From my per, from my perspective, the only voice in Edelgard's ear is Hubert's, and so, Hubert is gr- so like. There's pictures when they show them and stuff, like later at the end scenes and stuff. Hubert is always kind of in the corner, like holding a weapon off to this. He's like <laughs> even in the pictures and everything. Hubert grew on me to where in the beginning he just constantly challenges you and like. To meet with him, if you say nice things to him, he's like pussy and like walks away. <laughs> and like you have to be aggressive to him and challenge him in order to like get his support. I loved it. Oh, all right. And so, then my poor students, they all because also every single one of them was like, um, professor, like we just turned on our home, our school, our church. Are we really going to do this? And it was kind of cool to see like the growth that everybody had. Mm-hmm. So. Oh, I really like this story, which and is so, why. So you paired, with, you ended up paired with Edelgard, right? Like you. Were... I didn't realize that there would be any other way. So yeah, of course. And I mean, she was my student, my protege. I had to. So you had sex with her. She needed guidance. She you needed guided a... her, all right. She, in the end, dildo guard. Don't you dare disrespect <laughs> Edelgard. <laughs> Poor L. She just needed a a good mentor figure. Although I did. I married her, I assumed in my head. Yeah, you know, you met, you definitely yeah. marry her. Because you give this promise ring or this yeah. friendship ring. And so, yeah, like, I didn't did know I, I could do did, it to anybody how, else. How, how else did they shake out? Did anyone else uh, in your stories, like, end up married or whatever? Yeah, actually, that was weirdly. So, so like, as I'm this horrible war and shit is going down, I'm shipping my people. And I'm kind of, that's why I wanted to raise their supports. Because I was like who ends up with who? Cause you can start to see these weird friendships. Do you want to know? Like, yeah, no, I, I'm interested. Can to there see be how, multiple or? Yeah. Yeah. You can, depending on how the support shake out, you can get okay. different, different endings. So, so like I had, and so this was the problem was I went into the final battle. Okay, I have something I want to talk about too. So let's, okay. Cause not try and get off topic. I don't here. know all of the ways it works. Cause I didn't see all the supports. R- right. That's the point. No, no, no. As in, like, my people, I should have listened to the supports before I went into the final battle. I didn't realize it was the final battle. Oh. So some people had, like, blue marks that I just simply didn't listen to. But at the end, it paired up people. Okay. Uh, so what I had was Kaspar mm-hmm. ended up with Shmir. Okay. Samir. Interesting. It was an interesting, it's a love-hate yeah. relationship that yeah. really kind of, oh, I can see. They became a dueling mercenary group that rode the countryside that i can see that yeah and like they they supported each other well the one i was waiting for uh let's see petra petra became queen she was solo nobody mm-hmm. joined her yeah petra's solo in mine too yeah she became the queen of like the Bridget area i'm trying to think dorothea did marry oh she fell for um ferdinand uh, i didn't see that coming no i did oh no, I, I, I romanced Dor- Dorothea in mine. Like, I I, oh, you went with... I took Dorothea. Dorothea flirts with you the whole time. I just didn't know that was an option thing. I was like, I have to give the ring to the leader, of course. Why would I not? No. You, the... I, I, from the beginning, like, of course, my character was a woman. So uh-huh. the women-women options were very limited. Uh-huh. Uh, it was, but Dorothea had my heart from the beginning. So she was my choice. My two professors ended up with each other. That yeah, came early. That seems Manuela and, yeah. like Manuela also flirted a lot, but again, like they ended up with each other before like I had any like that story was pretty easy to come together. Yeah. Uh, the one I was watching was Bernie. Mm-hmm. Who would Bernie fall for? 
She did not fall for the guy I thought she would. The Lindhard? Yeah, Lindhard's. I'm pretty sure Lindhard is gay. He ended up with no one in mind. Yeah, I. Well, I. I mean, I think he can be bisexual. I think he can still pair with women, but he is also one of the few male options for being oh. gay. Like I thought, he was basically an ace. Is how I view. I, he was he so detached. Kinda, he kind of is. Yeah, and yeah. so like, but oh, who was left? At, if you can name the, it's the one person who I didn't. Hubert. Ex- yes. No wait. It was Dorothea and Hubert ended up together. Wait, so Ferdinand and Bernie got together? Ferdinand and Bernie got together. <laughs> and I was like, holy shit. Because the whole time I thought it was going to be Ferdinand and Dorothea. Uh-huh. And they kind of had this thing. But in the end, Dorothea makes the move for Hubert. And Hubert's like, what? I'm an evil motherfucker. And she's like, let's be evil together. And wow. he's like, damn. Because <laughs> Hubert is totally into Edelgard. The whole time. But then you take Edelgard off the table. Well, before, like, I didn't think Hubert knew that I took Edelgard off the table. I don't think I even fully knew. I should have probably read the sign. I mean, she's calling me professor the whole time. And like, yeah. But like, Hubert, the scene between the door, it's the last support scene. I was just like, because she goes, well, why don't you command Edelgard that you have to marry me to support her? And he's like, oh, shit, I would do that. She's like, let's be evil together. (laughs) I, I'll do it to love you. Because again, Dorothea's story is she wants to get into nobility. Hubert's fucking right there. <laughs> she logics it out with him and he's... But I didn't see it. It was literally the last second. Because the whole time flirting hate love with Ferdinand. And then Ferdinand and Bernie. <laughs> I didn't see it coming. And then, oh, it was... I. That's why, again, I loved the fact that, okay, so different people can end up with... Like, if I played the Black Eagles again... Mm-hmm. Will they always end up in these pairs? Or it no, no. On... It, it, it depends. Everyone can end up... I think anyone that has an A support with the other person can end up in the pairing together. So, like, any A supports... And I don't know if it's, like, the first one that happens or just the one that's, like... Yeah. If they can keep ranking them up after you get the A support. Because I had um, multiple A's, and there yeah. were some that I just simply didn't watch. So yeah. maybe something could yeah. have happened. Uh, yeah, you definitely need to watch them to, to activate yeah. them. I think in mine, Dimitri and Dudu, they just like lived out their life as like man and servant or whatever. Oh, they didn't. They, they didn't. Uh, they not married, but kind of like they were uh-huh. solo. He was king, and Dudu supported him the whole time. Uh, and then I think uh, Mercedes and Annette lived together and like implied maybe lesbian they loved each other until the very end i really liked mercedes but then she kind of fell off on she's me. super religious so like i started to realize like our passions aren't really where mine are i'm gonna <laughs> i didn't recruit her i kind of stayed away from her after yeah. a while i think that there who else that, was but... there i think ingrid and i think mine were ingrid and ash like uh... those two got together and then Casper ended up with Hilda, which was real surprising nice. to me. They they could they yeah could, they they, they could had gel. yeah they that was the only one that was explicitly like they got married and had kids. Like Casper and Hilda got like just like yeah. went, had a family were like awesome yeah, and that I can see happening. Like I wasn't expecting it, but I could see it happening. So that's where like that was a whole side story to this game. Will they, won't they get together? Because there's so much flirting. Bernie and Lindhart flirt the whole time. Didn't see the Ferdinand thing. Ferdinand and Dorothea flirting. But, like, it made sense, at least their stories at the end, where I was like, 
oh, well, good for them. Like, Ferdinand <laughs> was really happy at how much Bernie has grown, and she was, oh, yeah, oh, that's great. Okay, well, so you said you haven't started your next playthrough yet, I actually, right? so that's when you last checked it, because I was in a funk of, like, nothing can beat this. This was the greatest ending ever. Why play any more games? And then that lasts about, like, 24 to 48 hours. And now you're on... So I started the Golden, Golden Deer. Deer. Yeah, so I'm I'm in the middle of my Golden Deer playthrough. I might have to start playing it again to keep up with you. I'm just on level one. Yeah, like, I think I'm on, like, chapter seven or something. Oh, okay, I thought you'd gotten, like... No, I haven't. I haven't gotten to like any new story yet. I'm still working through like the part one. I think I already know like who I want to marry now. If I know that marrying is an option, who are you playing as male again? No, this time I played female. Okay, so are you going to marry Claude? No, I went back and forth on that. No, I I know already. Is it a golden deer, or are you going to recruit someone from Black Eagles? So I thought about that, but I'm not going to like. I want to Hilda. Hilda has grown on me in just, like, two battles. Okay, so, like, here's the deal. You can't marry Hilda if you're a woman. Oh. Like, there are only certain, yeah, like, certain... gay pairings. Uh-huh. Uh, so you can't marry Hilda as a woman. Ah. Um, but I totally agree with you that like, Hilda... Like, as soon as she, like... Like, Hilda is one of my top three characters of the entire game. Like, I didn't think, because I was like, nobody can beat my Blackie. But, like, Hilda hilarious when she like kills somebody and she's like hilda hilda i was <laughs> like this is the greatest thing ever i totally welcome to the team you're my motherfucking leader yeah hilda is the best uh hilda dorothea and petra are my three favorites i like the other two i could totally see like marrying them kind of things but like yeah. didn't know that again I was just like, oh, this is a test. I have to pick the best answer. The best answer is, the, of course, yeah, no, the It's not a test. Okay. All right. Uh, so I can't talk about the game that I wanted to talk about. We can go about. 10 more minutes. Oh, a different game. Yeah. I wanted to talk about games I'd played, and you just talked for fucking half an hour about fucking Fire Emblem again. Uh, Jesus. I thought we were going to go through that quicker, because I've been playing a game I really wanted to talk about. And there's a game I really want to hear from you. Disco? Yes, that's what I was going to I talk about. I want to hear about. about this a lot, and I want to join this discussion. Yeah, So I can't, but I can't do it because we're at no, the limit the already. Minutes, like, yeah. I'm going to ask questions. Yeah. So I guess that's it. That's, I'm sorry. I guess I have to do a game of the week, and that was going to be Disco Elysium because uh-huh. I'm really enjoying it. But Make it the game of the week. It'll tease for the next week. No, I because it'll be game of the week next week too. But we won't no. be recording next week because you're away. Sausage. They won't notice it. We're an episode. I mean, behind. yeah, that's like fair. Cut all this out. Make it the game of the week. We'll tease it. We'll do a whole more in depth episode next time. All right, fine. The game of the game of the week is Disco Elysium, but I'm not going to tell you anything about it. He's teasing us. Oh, the tease. Oh, what am I? How am I supposed to? I can't tease it without going into explanation of what it is. Like a one line, like uh, what's to come, uh, a bon mot. Uh, I mean, I don't, I don't know how to describe the game in only a couple words. So, yeah, all I know about it is from what you've said. Is there disco music involved? I yeah, kind of, not really. Okay. I wasn't expecting that. I'm pleased. <laughs> and Elysium, I'm thinking like Greeks and Greek fields and like, it's like heaven type yeah. thing. Yeah. Either that or wasn't that some weird crappy robot movie? It was, it was. That was with Matt Damon. Yeah. 
Is it going robot? Is it robot future or like? It's, it's a dystopian future. It's a very wordy game. It's uh. all the the main hook, I guess, which I can say, talk about is that there's no combat. There is fighting, but everything is done with dialogue and like you do. It has like D and D role checks, and so you have like different skills, and like one of your skills is physical instrument oh. and like so if you have a high physical instrument skill if someone throws a punch at you you block it mm-hmm. but like they throw a punch at you because you insulted their mother in dialogue and you don't like go into like a fight battle sequence, fight yeah. sequence where you have to hit buttons and choose what you're doing um, so it's very similar to planescape torment or like yeah. the Baldur's gate series mm-hmm. where there's a lot of dialogue and choices uh, and there, there you go. That's your teaser. And there's a lot more I want to go into, but I can't because we're at our, our time. If you unlock it, I kind of want to think about buying this game. Yeah. We'll talk about it. Yeah, it's it's a very good game. Um, it's only on PC right now, but it's coming to... Oh, it's not on the Switch. No. Damn. Yeah, no. I Everything has to come to Switch now, huh? Like, yeah. I, wait, a <laughs> PC. I own a PC. No, wait. You own a Mac what i it might be on mac too yeah I but don't know. no i didn't even think about these things like yeah you, this happens every time i talk about games on the computer you're like oh yeah i have a mac oh no oh all right well uh where can they find you harvey z at the z is silent uh you can find me on twitter at team man plays games fuck i always forget it's on twitter <laughs> yeah <laughs> You can find our podcast at Make Me a Dildo. I mean, Make Me a Podcast. Uh, you can always write us at Make Me a Gamer Podcast at gmail.com or you can find my writings at tmanwrites.com. I'd say take us out, Harvey Z, but you're going to talk about dildos and I don't want you to do that. I was going to say, you need to register that trademark on the Make Me a Dildo because that's totally like the fucking Build a Bears. Build a dough. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> Dilda Doe. Again, copyright, copyright, trademark this <laughs> shit. Get that website. <laughs>